Hello and good evening, everyone. I want to welcome you to Documenting Dreams. This is episode K. Uh, I am the principal owner of Just Be LLC. I'm also the proud president of Eagle 7 Early Risers Toastmasters Club that meets local, well, that meets virtually rather, 8 a.m. every Saturday morning. And I just want to thank, I want to make sure I make mention of Toastmasters who is supporting this idea of me inserting myself in a podcast scenario as well as putting forth a podcast for the district 14. So excited. I have an extra special guest today. Her name is Bobby Brown Mayo. She is the owner, creator, the brains behind Bobby Made This. Bobby Made This is an earring line that she started in the midst of the pandemic and has just done right. some wonderful things since that time and so, so excited to have her here. So I really just want to jump right in if I could. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So, Bobby, could you tell us, what's your elevator speech? Okay, well, first off, i like to say thank you for having me first. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Bobby Made This is a one-of-a-kind, funky, handmade accessories line with a focus on jewelry. It's crafted in our spare, be- spare bedroom of my home. Each piece is individually made, and it's all um, made to spark and ignite joy with every piece of colorful um, earrings that I create. So that's basically it. My mission is to spread joy everywhere I go, from ear to ear. Nice. So I love that. You spread joy everywhere you go, and it's literally on your ears. So people can see the joy. They can see you. I think you get a feeling when you wear them. ear at a time. (laughs) Love it. That's right. (laughs) They can see it on your earrings. They can feel the Mm -hmm. joy when they have the earrings on because they're custom made correctly that's right right for each person nice okay so tell us a little more if you were to tell us a little more about you and this journey if you were to start the story would it start with making earrings or would you start somewhere else where would your life story begin oh Oh, wow okay um my life story would begin probably around high school because that's when um for me i started to really think about where my place in the world like before it was very you know all these dreams and goals and things but I didn't really think of myself and how what I did would affect other people and I think when I got to high school I started kind of seeing okay if I go down this path or I make this decision it affects you know not only my life but it affects all these other people that are involved also so I I have to say that's when I really started to think, okay, I do want to make a difference in this world. I know I'm I'm going to be famous for having some type of impact on people. And that's kind of how that vision started to crystallize for me. So it would definitely start high school. I love that you say you're famous in some way. You didn't yeah. know what yeah, it was like not, Maybe not like TV famous, but I right. always said, I'm very young. I'm going to be famous, y'all. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> It seems like you've carried that for a long time. I remember you saying things yeah. like that even when in college. And yeah. your level of confidence definitely made me believe. You walked in the room and you made a statement just with your presence. So how, where did yeah. that come from? Um. Well, you know, my mom plays a very big role. Um. It's kind of like in my family, my dad is the dreamer and my mom is the doer. I hate to say it that way, but it's true. Like my dad, if you, I could draw a picture and he would say, oh, you could be a famous artist. Like you just take some classes and you expand that you can have your business like he will 
even to this day, he's like, well, I'll come help you with your earrings because we need to be cranking these earrings. We need to be, you know. And my mom is like, okay, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. Like, it, mm-hmm. her confidence comes in the doing. So, okay. like, even just recently, she told me, anytime you feel anxious, start to work. If you do that, you'll never, you know, like, you'll start associating uh, the process of making the thing happen that you're very anxious about. So, it definitely starts with my parents. Oh, I love that. Yeah, my mom has no lack of confidence. No. <laughs> so would you would you say those are the people that believe you in the most or is there someone else? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they do my sisters, one, one sister in particular thinks that I could any anything. If I said right now, I want to be a model on a runway. She'd be like, of course, you're beautiful, do it. <laughs> I love that. I love so, that. So yeah, so definitely my family. I'll say my family. And so outside of your family, would you, who is in your starting lineup? You know, in sports, we love to use analogies because, or people like to use sports analogies, I'll say, because it's relative, right? In some capacity. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, we all have some people that we're like, that's my starting five. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like to call them my elite eight. And you don't have to name yeah. them specifically. But if you had a group of people that you would, you know, talk about in that lineup, who would they be and what roles do they play in your life? Okay. I keep people, I keep them tight. I keep it tight. So I don't have an elite eight like you, (laughs) which is so awesome that you can have that many people who, you know what I mean? Like I'm in awe of that. Like no jokes, (laughs) literally. Um, But I do, I have outside of my family, a good three that I know that I could come to and they each play a different role but any of them are non-judgmental they are always positive they see the best in me they see they know my intentions even if I'm doing something jacked up they still are like (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's not like like I didn't know you were like that you know it's just um and that is very important to me to feel because you know one of my I'm not gonna say a trigger but one of my things that I as I've gotten older I know is a thing for me is to feel accepted unconditionally that's just something I've always kind of like because I felt maybe that a lot of friendships were on conditions I didn't have a lot of friendships because of that because when I love a person it's so like hard like yeah, we riding together. We, who we gonna kill somebody? Don't I won't tell nobody. But you know what I mean. Like I'm just yeah. that. I'm just that person. And so, so these three people in particular, like I just know that I can trust them with my heart, and they will protect my heart. Basically, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. And you know the fact that you love that hard. I think that is what makes you be selective right because right. why wouldn't you be if I'm gonna love hard and I'm gonna give all then only a few people yes. deserve to get that all and I think that yes. that's important you know when you're thinking about who you are and what's gonna be important to carry on um are those people that allow you to go and grow you know because I feel like you're mm-hmm. so creative someone that's creative is constantly going to be thinking of things to do next right mm-hmm. or you just might show up with this thing that just comes out of the sky and people are blown away so is that do you feel like those people have seen you do that and will continue to mm-hmm. you know push that push you in that place mm-hmm. yes I mean if we're going to be personal since you're one of my three <laughs> let's just be honest you are one of my three Aww. um you did something for me that I feel like if you hadn't 
done this particular thing, then we wouldn't be here in this moment. Mm. And that was pushing me and even cash apping me the money to start my LLC because you knew I was dragging my feet. And it was more so than the money because you know I could have gotten the money. But it was just the fact that you believed in me so much that you were like, take this, do this Mm. now. And I was like, okay. You know, (laughs) because I was afraid. It Mm. just felt so like official. I'm like, oh gosh, now I gotta deliver, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's stuff things like that that's Mm -hmm. what I mean when I say and like I said it's not even about the money it's just more your belief in me Mm -hmm. and you not only believing in me but you being like go do this right like not like oh you're so great it's no like okay that's good go make it happen yeah and that's what I needed at that time yeah I mean and I'll never forget you so grateful <laughs> I'm serious. it was so I, I, it was a very big deal oh. <laughs> I think I even started crying because I was like oh lord some of the things we do very well together laugh well, cry all those things laugh and cry <laughs> <laughs> for great purposes right. though because to that point you know I think what has uh, I would say driven this growth in each other is that level of accountability right so there are times when you know I I too I love very hard I love so hard mm-hmm. and you know that even people that are not in my elite eight you know I love them hard and there are times when you you check me on that you know what I mean you help me understand yeah. that everybody doesn't deserve to get that piece of you and so right. you know when I think about my elite eight that you are that person who says that's great and that's wonderful as loving as you are you're like but everybody doesn't deserve that piece of you and I think it's important to have mm-hmm. people like you uh, and people that are willing to be that bold and say that to you because mm-hmm. you know let's be honest we're, we're sensitive people you know we're hardcore when we're going into a place where we feel like this is something that's going to be important to us and it's going to be important right. for other people and so you want to protect those things and you know you want to protect right. for yourself and sometimes you need somebody just to remind you of that and right so- and and i think it's it's not coming from a place of like jealousy like no. you can't be friends and i want it's not even that it's just you know talking about you and our relationship specifically mm-hmm. i love honor and cherish how beautiful you like your heart is and it's mm-hmm. very special oh. and i just want to like how I protect mine that's how I'm yes <laughs> I'm trying to protect yours because you love in a way that is unlike anybody I know like oh, honestly you cry now I'm not I you know I will cry girl if we want to change this podcast we can <laughs> oh my god we crying in the dreams crying yeah. dreams. but yeah no <laughs> document document dreams and and tears of joy and tears <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just the truth. So I, I think that we ha- we just are great for each other because mm. you help me push me and you, you know, help kind of like bring me in. Because, <laughs> you know, I will go off. Um, and, you know, I just, I feel very protective of you. It's only, and it's because I know like when we, in college, when I used to be like, I just, like she's the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. Like I just have never had a friend like this before. <laughs> yeah, no, I tell you, friends, and yeah, you know, I've had these conversations on my previous uh, podcast episodes, and just talking about 
you know, friends and how we value them. And there's certain people that belong in, you know, that circle or that lineup. And then there's some people that you can't allow to be in that space. And so, right. you know, when you think about your business and what you're trying to do, what part of your business did you think were you most surprised about? Like, who did you touch or what was the thing that surprised you? It wasn't a part of the original intention, but it came as right. a result of you right. starting this business. What was that thing? Right. Well, to be honest, um, my business started, it kind of came after the fact. I, was, I started making the earrings and then I just started posting them just because. But then the way that people talked about them and the way that they were really like, oh, they just made me so happy looking at them. They just bring me so, like people literally said, you you and your earrings bring me so much joy. That's how that tagline, spreading joy one ear at a time, that's how it came to be. I didn't think of that first. Like it, so I think that's the aspect that I did not expect. I did not plan for that. I only made things that I thought was cute and maybe if you like them too, you can buy them. But then it became this whole other thing where people were so, um, I guess the word is inspired, maybe just because of the fact, by the boldness of not just the look of the product, but by me boldly going after yeah. my dream. Mm. Mm. Appropriately so. <laughs> I love it. So tell me your first childhood memory. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is probably not a good one, but okay. The first one I really remember, and this is crazy. This is the first thing, but I remember this is such a weird. We were watching Jaws the movie, and I was probably four. I don't think I was school age. And the guy said, "Let's get the hell out of here." And so I said, did you hear him say, let's get the hell out of here? And my sister told my mom and I got a spank. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, can't <laughs> I can't think of it. I mean, I promise you, that's like the first thing. When you said that, I was like, oh, that time that Tanya snitched and I got a spanking. Yeah, that time. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I'm curious, can do you mind me asking what's, what's your first memory? That's very that's a good question. Mm. My first memory, so many. Probably being in my in the first house that I grew up in. I was there mm -hmm. and I can say grew up because I lived there until I was about eight, eight or nine. And I remember distinctively when I moved to our new house, the house that I spent most of my life in, that um it was before it was a few months before my ninth birthday and it was like in September okay. or something like that. But I just remember being in that neighborhood and just feeling so comfortable and so safe because mm -hmm. everybody knew everybody. And this I was think your first house. This is the first house that we lived in. Okay. The second house um, has great memories for a multitude of reasons. But my first memories in that house, because again, I was in a neighborhood Everybody on that street, if I remember correctly, was black and it went up into a cul-de-sac and I knew everybody up into the cul-de-sac. I would ride uh -huh. my bike down the hill and it oh, was just a safe a feeling. Yeah, I, it was just a safe place. You, we did 
all the things. We ran up and down the street. We stayed out until the, you know, the nightlight came out. I remember yelling for my brother across the neighborhood to tell him to come in because mom and daddy said it was mm-hmm. time to go. And he heard me <laughs> or he could anticipate <laughs> me screaming. And then um, my sister doesn't have a lot of memories because she was so young when we moved. Young. However, it was just such a safe space. And I think that's why I remember mm-hmm. it so vividly. And now having children of my own, like that's my desire for them to be in a place yeah. where they always feel safe enough, where they can, you know, go so far, but mm-hmm. close, to, you know, they're close enough to be kept yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, okay. that's a good one. <laughs> like You're like my last that. person. I'm like, am, am I interviewing you or are you interviewing me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was just curious. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to think a little bit about what, um, I'm gonna think about that a little bit. That's yeah, good. and it could be that that was your memory because it was connected to, again, something with your kids. Maybe you talked to her earlier. So, Bobby, <laughs> thinking about yeah. where you are now, where you want to go, and this famous journey, what would be that part of that legacy? What would be the famous legacy? Oh, like what particular difference will I make, or what? No, just what will be your legacy, generally speaking? You're you're in a new space, oh. sort of. You know, you're mm-hmm. on a different journey. We have children, so the story is ever changing. <laughs> right. So, what what will be your legacy? What do you want to be your legacy? Um, I. That's a hard question because mm-hmm. there are things that I want to be known for. Okay. But I'm not really sure what path I want to take to make those things. But what I want to be known for is that I like boldly went after what I wanted to go after and I had fun doing it. And I met, took people along the way with me mm-hmm. and made people who came along feel like they were good enough, you know, like accepted and that they had what it takes to make whatever is inside of them come out. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I gotta. I, that's a good question. As far as leg, of course, my children. I want my children to know that I did all those things, and they can too. But I think on a broader scale, I want to make sure that I show people that you can be who you are unapologetically, and go after what it is that you want to go after, and you can have fun doing it. Yeah. Like you can smile the whole way. Yeah. There will be hard times, of course, but it doesn't have. I think a lot of times in business, I'm talking my way through this, but a lot of times in business, it is um, so serious and so such a hard solopreneur. You know, they say that entrepreneur <laughs> life, and it is very difficult and it is lonely and all of those things. I get that, but I also feel like there can be happiness and uh, and peace and um, fun. Like I just don't. I don't have any desire to do anything that's not fun. Yeah. Like I just, I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that's all wrapped up into my legacy. But there, there are legacy. other things. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, not just earrings. I also want yeah. to have a cultural legacy that I live, leave. Ooh. And I want people to know more about our culture and appreciate it and its beauty and the artistry within our culture. So, there are a lot of ways that I, um, I want to leave my imprint to be honest yeah no that's beautiful and it's so it's so funny and appropriate because you are and we joke about this all the time as much as you keep your circle tight you are a share and a giver 
Like you, oh, you yeah. definitely give love, hope, encouragement that cherish the moment, excitement, <laughs> like all the things. Because and yeah, what's funny, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to you, uh, and uh huh. If if somebody was to tell our story together, mm-hmm. part of the story would definitely have to come with the word share. And we've talked about this because I always get tickled and I tell the story to my husband and really good friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know exactly where I'm going. Good friends. And I just was always like, so audience, I'll share a little story for you. Bobby and I were in dance company together at the illustrious University of North Carolina Agricultural and Technical Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Home of the blue and gold, Jiho, all the things of which I'm wearing the lovely Bobby today. Lovely. Handmade and crafted for me by Bobby. Just for you. Only pair in existence. Only pair. Let's be clear. <laughs> so the funny thing, I think if somebody would to were to have to tell our story, they would have to add this part. So part of the reason I love you is because you you do share and you're you value joy in those moments, just like you said, it's so appropriate. And while you were talking and, and and sharing about your legacy, I can't help but think of, you know, you would always offer half of whatever you had. I knew it. I knew it. We, <laughs> we would literally be going to practice and like, oh, I'm going to go to the store. I'm gonna get, I need to give me a snack. I need something sweet before we go or wherever. We might be going on a road trip and I'm going to get, let's say, a Snicker bar or a Twix, which has two, but I want all two. Bobby, hands down. <laughs> if I pick up my bar, my candy bar, and it's the same candy bar as yours, you're like, you can have half of my. Oh, I want my whole yeah. candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not know, but this this just goes to show you the most beautiful person that you are. I did not know until I think maybe it's now. It has barely been a year later, a year since you told me this. I should say. So when I say that, this is 2023. I think you told me this in 2022. I had no idea why you were so willing to share in that manner. Because I kept thinking, why she only want me to have, I want a whole one. Like, why she keep asking me? She don't get it. Like, I eat a whole candy bar. I'm not a child. Right. Give me my whole two Twix. (laughs) I want my whole Snicker bar. We can share the experience together, though. No, I wanted my own. We can share while we enjoying (laughs) two holes, okay? (laughs) I'm going to get to it. But the point is you shared with me why you did that. And so can you just tell, and, and, and not just our story, but maybe another way that led you to know this was some a person that was really important to you. Can you tell the audience why you did that? And it's not, and I want everybody to be clear, I'm issuing this disclaimer. It's attached to money, but it's not because of the money. It was never that. Right. So let's, I just want to issue that. Right. But go ahead. Well, it's funny because growing okay so growing up my mom would never like <laughs> your parents have such a big influence in your life they really i mean like they do that's why i just pray lord that i'm just doing right by my well, kids the right <laughs> yes because my mama comes up and my dad too just in like random things but like this is one of them but i can remember so say she took me to burger king or mcdonald's or whatever it was rare first off but when she did <laughs> I would have to get a Happy Meal all the way through high school. I never got a vac. I promise you, 
I probably got a value meal once until I got to college. Because she always made me get a happy meal. Okay. Mm. So I would get the happy meal and she would say, let me get a bite. Right? And if I grimaced, got act like I didn't, anything other than the yes ma'am smile, she would take it and threaten to eat all of it. And sometimes would eat all of it. Because she was just like, you share it to people you love. Like, mm. I love you enough to buy it. Mm-hmm. Then you love me enough to let me have a piece. Of, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I had the same thing I had to do with my sister. So I think that when I met you, like I had, I had best friends in high school that I loved and we were road dogs and, and you know what I'm saying? Like all of that. But I think with you, you were my first like, quote unquote adult friend mm-hmm. and only way I could show you how much I really care for you was to be like here Take let's get friend. this cheeseburger <laughs> because I love you you're my friend I love it I need all of it and I didn't even realize it I like I it wasn't like a conscious thing I yeah. just was like yeah. I don't know it's just but, <laughs> but honey, I don't, I got out of it because Tari Mayo, you think that he's sorry, listeners, that's my husband. Um, <laughs> he's not gonna share. He'll share all right. He'll eat all of yours. So I had to learn real quick that sometimes you gotta protect yourself, right? <laughs> and look out for number one because you can't share with everybody like that. No, no, no. no. But I wanted you to tell the people what what you said, like why you were you didn't usually you you hadn't intended to be sharing continually because you've done that all your childhood and then here I come right. what was the you said it was something that I did we used to live we used to live pretty nice little someone oh of course oh I didn't even realize what you were talking about oh of course what am I I'm losing it yes so Janelle we have a history of you plenty um, but it's not about that <laughs> at all no Janelle got a stipend because she worked on campus and when she would get her check, she would lit- literally say, we got paid today. <laughs> you would literally say that. And would and we it, she'll be like, if I got money, you got money. We going to Bojangles, we got $10. You got five, I got five. Like, and you're so right. I had never in my life, ne- again, I mean, I'm going on, maybe I'm feeling very sentimental tonight because, you know, but, <laughs> but really, like, I would be like, what? So I think you're right. So it did bring that out of me. And even now I'm realizing that that was part of like how I was trying to show you love or whatever. But it was definitely because you started by being like, if I got it, you got it. Like we in this together. Yeah. And it's just, it, and even outside of you and our relationship, that that is what A&T gets, makes me feel yeah. like. You took, yeah. you, so, that was my next thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, and I say, we have conversations like this. This is why I think going, just trying college, just try it. It's so yep. important because you build so much character when you're mm-hmm. there. You build so much, what's the word? I don't know, backbone is the word that comes to mind. It's not really what I want to say, but mm-hmm. grit. Grit is the word. Yes. The grit that you build as an individual, because you're going to build That's grit, right. right? You're going to have a gritty moment at some point in your life. But to be able to do it in safe boundaries where, exactly. you know, you, you know, people are not going to let you fall. They're yep. not going to let you fall. Somebody's going to make sure you eat. 
somebody. Right. If it's somebody random, you know, you're hungry. Because, I mean, the cafe was closing at 6. I mean, what you going to do at but I mean, 8? We working. Right? We, people are still in class. So, That's what I used to think. I thought it was so crazy. It was. It was. And I just... I just feel like that's why that space is so important. I, it also makes me have some sympathy for the students who went to college during the pandemic because some of that experience yeah. was literally stripped from them. However, yeah. they, they figured out a way, right? Because many of them have graduated and moved on, but to not have those opportunities, I feel like is you know unfair in many ways. And then also, yeah. you know, somebody coming behind them, let's say they were first generation to go to college. You know, how how do you encourage the person who was looking up to you who was like, I'm gonna go because they went. Right. You know, and so right. I just feel I do feel some sympathy for, you know, that group coming through, but I wanna encourage anyone who's even thinking about college or has an opportunity to go to go. Because the opportunity yes. to build this type of relationship and friendship and that level of grit, you know, I think about when it was time for us to pay rent in our apartment and you were phenomenal in managing those gritty moments where it's like, ooh, did I spend a little bit of that this time? Yeah. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to figure it out, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that's right. all a part of that, you know, that growth and opportunity that exists in college. Everyone needs to try it. I'm, I'm exactly. I'm biased. Yes. You need to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, I am too, but I can say specifically Auntie mm-hmm. fostered that type of environment where it's, you know, if you, I got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, there are stories that we both have of things that people did for us and we did for them, but we had no connection to whatsoever. Absolutely. So you're so right. Um, yeah. yeah, because I, I think if I went to another school, I wouldn't have had that same... No. It wouldn't manifest itself the way it does now in my in my business Agreed. and in my life. Agree, agree. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's something like no other. Okay, we're gonna flip gears because you okay. and I, you know, I I know your time is precious, and I'm so grateful that you blocked. Oh, and me. so is yours. <laughs> so this segment of documenting dreams is called finish these statements. Okay. Whatever comes to mind. All right, I am. Bold and beautiful. My favorite song is. Oh, my favorite song. It changes. Currently. What's my favorite song right now? Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite song is? It's because my kids love Sonic. Um, and you know that song. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. It's a supersonic song. Oh, it's, okay. But it's by, um, what's the name of the group? It's not Queen. Anyway, I'll play it for you. But if people listening, y'all know what song it is. They, they'll know. They know, know. Song. Awesome. Yeah, but it's only because my kids sing that song with so much, like, passion. Umph that, yes, <laughs> that it yes. makes us, that's like our hype song. Oh, yeah. Don't you love that, yeah. though, when the kids have a song that they love so much when you're out in public and you hear it, what do you immediately say? Oh! Oh! <laughs> and everybody's looking at you like, okay. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. y'all just don't understand. Like, do you feel like you gotta explain it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, don't drive us by us in the car when that song is on. Honey, we are in our own world. <laughs> For real. All six of us. Oh, my goodness. My why is? 
Oh, my children. Okay. Cliche, but so true. Hey, it is what it is. I it is it. what it is, yeah. People think I am, but I am really. <laughs> I can't say what first comes out of can I say. Um, people think that I am, I want to say friendly. Caveat, I am friendly. Mm-hmm. They're right, I am friendly. Yes. I think what I should, it's not friendly, that's not the word, word but I think people think that I'm more of an extrovert than I really am. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of weird to say because I am extrovert. What's the word? Here, let me explain myself. I think people think that I have a lot of friends and that I want a lot of friends, and the mm. truth is I don't. I don't want anymore. Because of the energy you project. <laughs> right. I give off a very friendly, like welcoming, because I am all those things. But then they try to go deeper than service. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is great fun. See you later. <laughs> this is fact. I've seen it for myself, people. Yeah. I have seen for it sure. in, in, yeah. in action. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm very personable, and I am. That's me. I'm not being fake. That's me all day long. But like, don't we? I, We're not I, I got my three friends. Yeah. yeah. Like I talk to y'all day long. Right. But don't call me in me. person. Don't call me on phone. Sorry. Sorry. It's the truth. I'm at. I'm over forty. I can't even pretend. I used to try to pretend to be so like. No. No new content. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing is wrong with you. Hear me when I say you are right. lovely, and I'm sure you are a great friend. Mm-hmm. I am full. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Last one. No. Uh-uh. Unapologetic. Unapologetic yeah. to you. That we're not apologizing right. for being our authentic selves. Not at all. all. Right. All right. Last statement. I get really nervous when. Ooh, ooh! I get really nervous when I don't know the answer to something. Does it happen no. often? All the time. But um, yeah, no. I I'm probably nervous all day, every day. Like that's enough. It was probably what I should have said. People think that I'm um self assured when really I'm nervous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just am very proactive proactive if i don't know you know something's i mean even minor things something going on with my car i will be on google and my husband says all the time if you don't know something you will find the answer i sure will absolutely, absolutely. yeah because i don't like that feeling oh yeah well and it's funny you say that you don't you don't know something you'll find an answer because i won't know something and i'll find the person i'm like I, yeah and that comes from my mom she would always say mm-hmm. use your resources there was mm-hmm. she said it to all of us all of us mm-hmm. and if, if you know and you know me i'll be like yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah you're good at that yeah <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember people's names or phone numbers to call them to ask them so i gotta <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but she did she name. did teach you guys that because all you you oh well you and your sister i know for sure are like that well, resources yeah. are important, and you know, the thing is, even the people that we think about, we say I know someone, are people who would genuinely help, and the ones that yes. won't, even if we thought it, they'll show you soon enough, you know, where you'll say, okay, you know, the 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 ability to come back from that is is that practicing that greediness. It's like you know, we 
you put so much faith mm-hmm. in people sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's so important for us to remember, you know, the value that we have. Right. You know, so. Well, I am so, you know, I keep saying the word excited and I've got to look up more words. But it, it is a true description of this place that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And the people that I get to share this moment with, you know, for me, knowing and hearing people's stories that mm-hmm. <clears throat> are surprisingly um, funny or shocking, or they have some type of shocking piece to it. There is, you know, a unique part of their story that created this person that you know caused them someone said you know evolve <clears throat> I'm just so glad that mm-hmm. I have an opportunity to be a piece or part in documenting these dreams and these stories because that is one of my absolute um, favorite things to do and I just I knew it I knew it was something that I needed to do and there were people that I need to start with so I'm thankful and grateful mm-hmm. that I could start with you thank you I'm and, honored <laughs> I am I am I'll say quickly that I'm so proud of you you know that I am but also like this is your lane you make it very easy to talk to you um have a like a calming and encouraging spirit that makes it easy for you know people to kind of say things they probably weren't expecting to say so I'm just I'm loving this I can't wait to see and hear who else you have and the stories they tell I love it Thank you so much. And I'm also super excited to say that today's Mm -hmm. episode is sponsored by none other than Bobby Mae, this earring. Yes. You can find her on Instagram at at Bobby Bobby Mae, this this B-O-B-B-I-M-A-D-E-T-H. And her website is bobbymadethis.com. Thank you so much for being here, friend. Thank you so much for having me, friend. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see the rest of, not the rest, this living legacy that you can put forth and bring forward. So thank you so much for being here. And I wish you all the best with your endeavors. Thank you. Same to you. Yay.